And so to the celebration, um, what we plan to do now first is uh, to have a period of, of kind words. Um, a number of people have um, put their hands up to come and say, just briefly say a, a few words um, of appreciation, some memories and some, um, some stories about Steve and Lou and their time here and their contribution. Um, but before other people start to come up, I just wanted to share a few words of my own. Um, I'd actually been living in North Fitzroy on and off for about 10 years before I started coming here. And I'd, uh, uh, for a long time, Edinburgh Gardens was my church. And often when I was walking home from church, I'd walk past this building and I'd wonder what went on in here. And uh, I even took the initiative of doing some internet research. To, what's that, 75 Reed Street? What, what happens there? I couldn't find anything about it. And then um, one day, Ruth, we're going to say it's Ruth because Ruth's here. Uh, <laughs> Ruth said, oh, th- that church, there's actually something happening there. I went, oh, okay, wow, you should come. Um, and I was, well, you know, what's happening? Why should I come? And my memory is that she said, you'll love it because the guy that speaks there often tells really awkward and really inappropriate jokes. And she was right. (laughs) What I didn't realise is the way Steve and Lou kind of operated as a comic double act, the way Steve would say the awkward and inappropriate joke and then Louise would shake her head and there'd be a bit of back and forth. Um, And it just, it occurred to me this week that that sense of humour that they share was probably pretty crucial for them during their time here. Um, There was some... A lot of wonderful things um, in their time here, but a lot of challenging things for them as well, both in terms of their relationship to the community and their relationship with each other. Um, and so I guess that's, that's my story, just that a celebration of their sense of humour and the way it has um, sustained them and allowed them to, um, to continue as part of this community and to be able to, to roll with, uh, with the punches and the difficulties. Um, we're going to... I'm going to just hand over to the people... You know who you are, the people that have um, nominated to say things. Um, just so that you know, if things get a little bit heavy and too emotional, Ruth has offered to come up and do the splits for us. So if, if it's just getting too weighty, just maybe the chant should go up just to, for Ruth to come and do the splits. Um, oh, sorry, I forgot. Just like a wedding, there are some telegrams. So um, before the first person comes up, um, let's say it's Zara. Um, I'm going to read two telegrams. This one's from the Philippines. Uh, from well, it says from the Chews, but I'm I'm I hear the voice of Louisa behind this one. Hi from the Philippines. So sorry that we couldn't be there to say goodbye. As I type, I am finding it a little hard to express all that Steve and Lou have done for us, and me in particular. When we first started attending Fitzroy North, we had looked at many churches across Melbourne, 
trying to find a home which didn't trigger the trauma we had experienced in our previous ones. What we found at Fitzroy North, we had not found anywhere else, an understanding that we were hurt, bruised and frightened, and what we needed was time and space. And that is what we got. They were kind and gentle with us. It gave me hope that church was okay and a place I wanted to be. Steve and Lou have always been there for me with prayer and practical support. I would not be doing the work that I am doing without their support and encouragement. For my children, the way Steve has led respectful discussions in the community, particularly the sexual ethics series, has opened up a world where faith is allowed to come with questions and differences and is something to be explored and discussed. For that, we will be eternally grateful. Thank you for your listening ears, encouraging words, and your prayers. We will miss you. Love the Jews. Uh, and this one from Ben Smith. Remember, it's him speaking, not me. <laughs> Hi, Stephen Lou. I'm sorry I can't be there in working this morning, but I suppose that healthy people don't need a doctor or nurse in this case. Sick people do. Cue for laughter at Christian hospital joke. <laughs> well, that worked. Um, Steve, it, you once spoke about indebtedness, and it's the most apt way for me to describe how I feel about the two of you. I was probably never going to go to church again because I didn't believe that there was a place for me where I could be authentic. I remember not long after we met, you invited me to have coffee with you, which I said yes to only because I didn't know how to say no. <laughs> to my surprise, it was that first conversation which gave me my first little bit of hope that God might be different, different to how I imagined him, that his current priority might not be to straighten me out, so to speak. Thank you for being brave enough to admit you didn't have the answers to all my questions, and thank you for encouraging me to ask more. Lou, you facilitated a very unexpected Good Friday service in which I came to understand something I had always hoped but never really dared to believe, that Jesus is kind. I can't thank you enough for this, and if we ever have literal jewels in literal crowns, helping me realise this ought to be one of yours. Because without knowing it, I had decided in my heart that he couldn't be kind. I love you both very much and will miss you. Whatever direction you are heading in, I pray that it will be rooted in hope, authenticity and peace. Love, Ben. Um, so I started coming to church here probably two and a half years ago. And I'd been traveling and blew all my cash and then decided to go and study, so I was never going to have any money. Um, so I was struggling a bit with that and also just big life changes from coming from a corporate environment. And so I emailed Steve and Louise um, just because I needed some pastoral kind of guidance. So I went over for dinner and I went through, was talking to Lou mostly about my finances really and how I could kind of just get on top of that while I was studying for the next year and a half and the discussion kind of evolved a bit. We got onto talking about relationships which is when you're a single woman in a church kind of tends to happen with the pastors. They love relationships starting. Um, so I was talking to Lou about it and I'd never really dated anyone before and she just looked at me and said, Zara, I just think you need to start flirting a bit more. <laughs> 
which was actually really amazing advice because about six months later I started um, dating Simon and we got married a couple of weeks ago. So that was <laughs> fantastic advice, so thank you for that. And <laughs> I think it just um, really speaks to how much you encourage people, Louise, and you're a real encourager about people pursuing what God um, has for them and also... Um, their passions as well. So thank you for that. And so then I started working for the church maybe 10 months ago. So I really got to see Steve and Lou in action in that sort of sense, kind of from behind the scenes, which a lot of people probably don't realise what act- how much they put in to the church and how tirelessly they work. Um, I really saw that in Steve, especially when he was putting our wedding together and how much of his heart he put into it and the lengths that he went to to make it a really special day for us. Uh, just speak, that just speaks great more to a greater sense about how much of himself he puts into his work. And I'm sure all of us here have experienced how much the Suttons put in day in, day out for the community because of their love for God. So thank you. Um, so I, <laughs> words sometimes aren't my, my forte, so I thought I'm going to bring back something from a really great era of church history. I'm just going to do a little bit of a, a dance for you, and, it, and it's a bit of an interpretive dance, so just... And because it is such a, it's like a a lost art form, the interpretive dance, um, I thought I'm going to interpret my own dance, um, because none of you have kind of offered an interpreter. You're welcome to come up and interpret my dance if you feel that's your gifting. Um, But I began the dance just with that little, I was like this, and then like this. And um, just the, I guess most of us haven't been here from the start, and so we hear of the start, we hear the stories of how you came, and and it just felt, it seems like you came, you heard and you heard in your heart that this was the right move and you came at such an important time and brought a lot of life into just this space. And um, so we're thankful in hindsight for your decision to come and plant yourself here. And this was building, if you didn't quite pick that up. Um, but just the building that you did in people around you and this building that we're in and seeing, um, just being able to see that other people come and the choir comes and the community can be here in this building. So you physically were building this place and but looking around how the chair, everything is placed, it's just this kind of sense of building up. And also the listening that you did. I know, Steve, you shared last week about sort of that crisis of, you know, from listening to people, your faith was kind of, there was a a knocking of what you thought was your constructed view of who God was. And it's nice that you're you're wrestling 
there was a bit of wrestling in my in my dance before, but <laughs> but that you're in your wrestling, you you are looking for the God that's above God, and that God was able to influence your your sort of your theology and change it and look like perhaps you'd had a faith crisis, but just that quiet trust in the God above your God that a faith crisis is always you know these are good little times in our lives. So I think under that we've kind of we also are very able to have a faith crisis and um, it's not something to be afraid of and just to see your generosity and I was thinking the other day of your financial generosity has been a really I think in maybe in our generation it's not so we don't talk about giving to the church because we'll probably get kicked out (laughs) someone would stone me if I talked about it here but um but just that you model it rather than talk about it and I don't have so many great models of just that financial generosity and all your finances have really impacted me of what a financially generous life looks like and I hope to continue to be financially generous in my life and I I appreciate that gift to us. Um, Also, I guess the other thing is just this, I'm going to just redo a bit of the dance in case you forgot it already, but just a little... Um, I was going to get you to do it. I could always teach you some. I could teach you later if you want to know how to do it. Um, but just that you're hearing once again, like how you came, you heard and you came. There's this hearing and you're going. Um, and I like that your lives are not so tightly clenched, but you are hearing and you are going. And we just pray a blessing on the next steps. And thank you from my heart to yours. There's no order, right? I'm just supposed to come up? Good. <laughs> I didn't push in front of someone. I wanted to get up here before the standard got too much higher because you've all said lovely things and I'm not dancing. Um, <laughs> we came here about four years ago um, and the first, it was summer when we came and the first day we came, um, we've told a few people this before, um, after the church service, Steve came over and said, do you want to go to a winery with us and I'll drive you there? And we were like... Uh, yeah, okay, that sounds like a great way to start church with you. Um, and it was, um, especially I came from a, a teetotaling family and a, a church that frowned on those sorts of things, so that was a big draw card, the idea that we would not only go to a winery, but be driven. Um, and I, you know, it wasn't just that they let us drink alcohol in front of them, it was, I think that sort of set the tone for our experience here in a number of ways. Um, I think that Steve and Lou have always been really genuinely welcoming and open um, you know, we used to be on the clean-up roster and at the end of it, Stephen Lee would say, come up for lunch afterwards. And, you know, it wasn't just a feeling that they, they, you know, thought that there should be a welcoming committee or that welcoming was a good theory. They really personally welcomed us. I felt like they wanted to be our friends. And, you know, given that they were the pastors of the church, that felt really pretty radical, actually. You know, there was no um, sense of hierarchy. They just genuinely welcomed us into their lives. Um, And I think that was reflected in the sermons that Steve um, spoke to us as well. He always speaks really personally as if um, he has a message that he wants to share with us specifically. It always felt like it was coming from Steve and from his heart to his community rather than being just a kind of intellectual exercise. And maybe that sounds really ordinary, but I've been going to church for about 33 years now and it's definitely not ordinary. Um, And 
And I guess the last thing I want to say is that it's a mark, I think, of their integrity and of the respect that they've engendered for us here that they've actually managed to make their leaving seem like the right thing. Um, I actually have come to believe them when they say that it's the best thing for us, even though I was really sad when they said it originally. <laughs> and I just wanted to say thank you for all that you've done for our church and God bless you and whatever you do next. I'm going to keep it really short because I'm a really snotty crier and that's only cute for like two seconds. <laughs> Thank you so much for nominating me um, for the Properties Corporation position. It's been an honour to serve in a way that so elegantly fits my skill set um, and I really appreciate that. Um, you were the first couple ever to tell Pete and I that, oh God, <laughs> much better at speaking with emotion than I am, but um, you were the first couple ever to tell Pete and I that the first year of marriage for you two was fun. Um, everyone else had painted it out to be this horrible, like, I don't know, moment where you both turn into zombie monsters and kill each other for about a year or the first five years and then it's okay, but to come out and say that to us, I think, is, was such a paradigm shift for us, um, and we were actually excited about getting married. Um, and Pete can't be here today, but he just thanks you for your humility, and um, he just really appreciates how um, you don't paint yourself out, and I'm just, I just hope I'm doing injustice, because <laughs> I hope I don't go back and I said, oh, I said this, and he didn't. He's like, that's not what I meant. But hopefully you get the gist of this. And he said, you know, you don't put yourself up there like the Christian power couple. Um, <laughs> I butchered it. <laughs> don't tell Pete. Just tell him he said something really nice, but that he really appreciates your humility. <laughs> this is a disaster. Um, <laughs> Um, I came here on my own about two years ago um, and I remember Steve coming up to me and being very welcome and, you know, talking to me in this very gentle Steve kind of way. And um, when I went home to tell mum and dad, I'm like, oh, there's this couple at this church and they're a lot like you and I think you should come and check it out. And when, when mum and dad came, um, Steve and Louise were really excited. There were people that were over 50 as well. Um, <laughs> And yeah, they've always just been very welcoming and I felt like it was a faith space that I could be myself and be authentic um, and I was not constricted to be in a Christian box anymore and I could be me and I could be loved by God and by Jesus and it's been a really welcoming space. Yeah, um, I'm speaking on behalf of the, uh, the rest of the Heinz family. Um, Mum didn't want to speak up the front because she knew that she'd cry, but um, she just wanted to thank you, Steve and Louise in particular, for um, uh, your support um, um, and 
particularly um, when we first arrived here, mum was really hurt and, um, and you really gave her a safe space to connect with God again and I really appreciate that. And, um, and more recently with um, mum and dad separating that you, you've been really supportive and generous and uh, particularly with your time and your words, um, your wise words, Steve, have meant a lot to us. Um, and um, after coffee the other day with you, she's like, Steve's the best minister I've ever had. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I, and, and, you know, you and um, Mum, Louise are um, purple-haired kindred spirits. Um, so, um, no, I um, really appreciate you and your family's commitment to um, our family and the rest of the church. So I really appreciate it. Hey, I did commit to getting up and saying something, but then I didn't realise we actually had to stand in the front. Oh, so anyway. Um, um, so, yeah, there's three things I really wanted to mention um, that particularly stand out to me about um, Steve and Louise. Um, so we've known them for three years, and I remember when we first started coming to this community, um, just how incredibly welcomed we felt. And I couldn't believe how you knew our names by the second week you came up and you're like, hi Jess, hi Simon. We didn't have Elijah back then, but then as soon as he came along, you've always been so you know, aware of that and supporting us with, um, yeah, with him as well. So that's been a big standout. Um, and yeah, there's just that sense of real genuine care for everybody and that you're always checking in on how things are going. And yeah, it's just, yeah, very authentic. Um, Secondly, uh, the music. Um, Steve has such a love for music and I feel like that's been um, a really wonderful thing for me and I've really appreciated his, um, his leading and, um, and just, I think, yeah, I've really loved his leading, even the 80s sort of side of things. Woo! <laughs> but it just comes out of such a genuineness and it's so evident. So that's really powerful and I've loved that. Um, and then from the other side, um, as a leader, being up there and, you know, a lot of people tend to worship God in a way that isn't evident on the outside. But for Steve and Louise, it is on the outside. And it's just, yeah, standing up here and seeing that, it's just so encouraging and just such a delight. So I really appreciate that. I'm going to miss that. Um, so, um, and then finally, um, just around um, whenever I've sought out advice from Steve, I've had a number of conversations with you over the years and I just find whenever I do come to you and um, bring something to you that you, you just speak such incredible wisdom that comes out of, you can see that it comes out of that authentic, genuine relationship that you have with Jesus and it's just so powerful and so inspiring and encouraging and um, yeah, that's meant a huge amount to me, so thank you. Thank you. I'm going to miss you all so much. Um, so when I first came to this church, um, we'd actually been at church together um, previously and um, they'll know very well that that <laughs> meant that I was probably looking for a certain kind of church. Um, and... The thing that I was looking for was a leadership culture that was open, democratic, 
that you felt like you had a say, and I really found that here, and I just wanted to thank you both for that. But what that means for our community is that you guys aren't the only ones that hold the vision of what we're trying to do here, of who we are and the culture. And um, I think the legacy that you guys will leave is that I think this is still a healthy, functioning community that will um, be sustained, and that's because of the foundation that you guys have set. So thank you very, very much. I think this um, mic has been set to Shane's height to stand behind, maybe, is that right? Yeah. Um, I was trying to think what to say, and um, I started thinking in my head, there's so many things you could say about Stephen and Louise and their time here, and the, the, the list was getting a bit long, and I thought, I can't sort of go on for 48 minutes about corporate culture and legacy and all those sorts of things, so often when people ask, um, what is it about this church we like, it's, it's hard to sum up, you kind of say, oh, it's just... And I kind of got the inspirational word, how to sum it up, from a movie, and I was driving through Bonnie Doon the other day, and I thought, it's just the vibe. Because yeah. <laughs> you know when people ask, what's different about your church? It's just the vibe here, and there's all these little things, it's just, it's just the vibe, and as everyone said, there's a legacy you've left, and it's the culture you've created, and when you do look at great organisations, the good leaders, and actually great leaders, actually focus on the culture and the vibe, really. And you walk into a place, you can walk into organisations that have been going for 50, 70 years, and the, the vibe that's been created was from leaders decades ago. So we do thank you for the culture and the vibe you've created. And I think the big thing about how they've created that is if, as of tomorrow, or when you officially finish up and you hand in your... I don't know what you do when you finish this pass, it's hand in your lectern or... Sorry, pulpit. <laughs> you don't know what a pulpit is. Again, watch that same movie. Um, they hand across your um, car parking spot that says senior pastor out the front. Um, you've got to actually be exactly the same with that title and without that title. And I think that's the biggest thing that you've left to us is that you haven't actually acted on a position saying, thus say the Lord, I'm your senior pastor. That's why I'm, I'm only interested in, you, in, interested in you because I'm your senior pastor's actually interested just with people so I know in a year or 10 years time we bump into you somewhere you got to be exactly the same people you've been the last couple of years for us so we thank you for that culture and legacy you've left in all of us and one other thing I will say is that I've heard you share before that you want to help people re-believe in church again and for us definitely that's been something so thank you. started coming here a couple of few years ago, I don't know, um, I was the social and spiritual equivalent of a rabbit that got frightened very easily. Um, and I remember having coffee with Steve in Brunswick one time, and uh, it was the first time I'd spoken to him properly, and I was just amazed by how unthreatening it could be, and just a sense of openness and, as everyone else has said, authenticity, that um, this was a, 
a real community as opposed to a set of structures and made up of real people as opposed to roles and that I didn't have to fit into a role to be here. And it was a safe place to ask questions and to grapple and to be uncertain. Um, and I think the thing that has struck me most as I've stayed here and become a part of the community is that um, this uh, kind of healing space that was created isn't just about papering over the, the scars and puttying up the holes until you're ready to fit into the old mold again and can you know go back to the same kind of damaging church structures that a lot of us have come from, but that there are other ways of being an authentic Christian, um, other, um, other words and shapes and patterns that you can um, use to express the same love of God. Um, and that's something that Steve and Louise, I think, have modelled and allowed others in the community to model just kind of different ways of being so that you don't have to abandon Christianity, the love of God, if you find that you don't fit into traditional moulds. And that is the greatest gift, and I'm so grateful. Um, you'll be missed. I'm a sneaky one at the last minute because, <laughs> of course, I wasn't organised enough to organise anything official. But anyway, I just want to say that, yes, it was me. The first time I came in here, you said so many wrong things and I loved it. I was like, oh, my gosh, he's real. And he says wrong things out loud. Anyway, so from there, it's just I've grown to love you guys so much, all of you. I love you all. You're wonderful, generous, beautiful people. And I've never had a space where I've felt so accepted and loved. And, you know, Ruli's not a Christian, but he comes and he loves it. And he can just be himself. And I loved it that you took us out for cocktails when you were doing our marriage counselling. Pre-marriage, pre-marriage. We don't need counselling now. We're married. <laughs> anyway, and I'd also like to say, Tamsin, what's with the dancing? That's my thing. I'm just going to follow that up with another splits. <laughs> um, I, I came here about four and a half years ago and um, had absolutely no plans on getting back into church life. Um, was, had worked one for a long time, thought I needed about a decade's break to kind of recover. And um, I remember my first night here, um, Josh was sharing about a camp that they used to go to and they had an encouraging activity um, where they would write encouraging notes to each other and put them in um, fuzzy bags that they all got given at the camp. And I wasn't ready for that. I remember, <laughs> I remember like just staring at the ground and biting my cheek until it bled as jo Josh continually talked about fuzzy bags. At, yeah, positively. At, at, as, as, at, at a children's camp, and I remember thinking, I am not, I'm not going to survive here. And I remember looking up, and Steve had tears running down his face, 
and, and was just shaking, shaking with laughter. Um, and so I guess what I want to say thank you for is, um, is irreverence and reverence. Um, both of you have the ability to be completely irreverent um, in what I think is the most refreshing and delightful way. Um, but you also both have a deep, deep well of reverence as well. As long as I've been here, Christ has always been at the center. You've both been deadly serious about the things that really, really matter and very, very releasing about the things that don't so much. And um, I am just really thankful because I have a lot of friends in this place who who also thought they had no way back um, and found a place where they could authentically um, wrestle and find Jesus in the midst of that. So I just want to say thank you for that friendship. And to the rest of the kids as well. Um, it's weird calling you kids because <laughs> you can grow moustaches and the like. But um, uh, children of the Suttons. <laughs> I'll retract that. For <laughs> Two of the three can. Yours is coming, Alex. Um, <laughs> um Thank you for your investment here as well. Um, so much of what you have done has been um, quietly in the background and, um, and it, it, it's been noticed and loved and appreciated and so, so much of the legacy that your family will leave here comes down to, to, to you guys and your generosity as well. So thank you. Um, I was also at that um, that same gathering, and I was in hysterics as well when Josh was going on about fuzzy bags. So I wish he was still here, but he's left. So anyway, um, I just also wanted to take um, take the time. So many things, so many people have said so many nice things about Stephen Lee, but I just want to acknowledge um, Alex and Chloe and Nate, and um, yeah, all the all of what you've brought. Um, for those of you who don't know, Nate, um, Nate's pretty much done pretty much every instrument of every description on the stage and there was a period of time where he was here pretty much every week just blessing us with his music skills um and I'm pretty sure Chloe has pretty smashed most of us um spiritually with the way that she's sung and played piano from time to time and um I think we're all I think we all had a lot of special moments when you played and when you sung and um for those who don't know Alex has pretty much set this entire audio and visual space up to be, he spent hours and hours researching and getting prices and um, just hours behind the scenes when no one's been in the building setting stuff up and we've just had millions of chats about the best way to do things and um, just just all three of them, the whole time I was kind of leading the music here, they were just the best people to have around all of the time and um, yeah, I just appreciate it and hope you don't um, ever stop doing the music thing, so thanks. Some people that weren't on my list said things. So I had to add them to the list before I ticked them. There's only one person that's on my list that I haven't ticked, and that's Donna, but 
think she was going to say something, but maybe... Do you want to go and see if she... She'll be hiding. I mean, that's a pretty fantastic articulation over there. We'll give her a moment, that's okay. She's coming. Steve, Louise and the Sutton clan, you are the best thing to happen to this church. I've been here 10 years and a few of those years were spent with the previous pastors who tried very desperately, tried very hard to build it to a church like it is today. Um, and when you came on the scene, it just exploded. So I thank you very much for for you being here, you are amazing people, absolutely amazing people, and I love you to death. And that's all I can say. Well, if you're invited to a wedding and you knew there were going to be 14 speeches, you probably wouldn't go, but that was pretty good, I thought. Um, so I'm going to invite Stephen Lou up now. And we're going to have a, a presentation. I'm going to invite Helen up as well, because Helen's going to say something about the, uh, the gift that we're giving them. And I'm going to go and lift part of the gift. Just before we give our gift, can I just go back a little way to when... Steve and Louise first came here. We were in decline and the building also was in decline and they lived at Berwick and they decided they would move into what is loosely termed an apartment out the back here. And it was supposed to be for six to eight weeks and it went on and on while the apartment was being built and on. They spent a winter with hardly any heating and a bathroom that was well ventilated to the open air. And it was a miserable existence. This here was only half, and Nathaniel's bedroom was up there, so he froze day and night, baked in the, wind, in the summer. And all the... Chloe and Alex also put up with it with their parents, and they were very good about it. So the Sutton clan and the dogs all lived up there and they put up with a lot for all of us. And the building was falling down around our ears, although until it was looked at, we didn't realise, and they've put it right with great effort and f helped with the finances of that, and Lou has done that. And there's been so many things that they have done that none of us know about, things that are done in the background for us to have a comfortable place to worship, a place where we know we're safe from the roof falling in, and so we need to thank them for that as well. And I personally think that they are a marvellous family. It's lovely that they could all be here with us today to um, 
celebrate or to say we're sorry that they're going. So the bunch of flowers morphed into a plant, and the plant is so that you can keep that, and when it flowers each year, you can remember North Fitzroy. So we love you, and we thank you, and it's just been an honour and a pleasure to have you here. And the other thing that happened that most of you wouldn't realise, we were down to a congregation at its best of about maybe 20, 10. We had one small child who was a celebrity because he was our only one. And it's music to our ears to hear these little ones over here and to have pregnant mums and to have whole families here again. And Steve and Louise had hardly come and we had an absolute move of the spirit because people just poured in the door and it was fabulous. And that is all due to them. So we thank them. Let's stay up here. Uh, so Steve and Lloyd are just going to say a couple of brief things and then Bill will come up and pray for them. Thank you. Um, actually, this morning, a couple of words that stand out to me is uh, this morning has been incredibly therapeutic um, for uh, myself and for Lou and for our kids. Thank you for acknowledging our children uh, so often. Um, uh, we wouldn't be here today, actually, if it wasn't for our kids. Um, when we moved from Newcastle to Sydney, from Sydney to Melbourne, living in the southeastern suburbs, and when the opportunity came for us to relocate here in Fitzroy North, we spoke to our kids and said, uh, are you guys up for another adventure, another move? Um, and um, it was only because they said yes, um, were willing to disconnect from their, their, their friendship circle out in the southeastern suburbs and come into an unknown place that we're here and it was also them that gave us the nod to move on from here they acknowledged that they sensed that Lou and our, our, our contribution here had come to an end and they could sense that and it, I guess that was for us the, uh, a confirmation that we were uh, making the right step and so to each one of you mum and I really really so grateful um, for who you are, for your contribution, and um, looking forward to what the next adventure might be. We still don't know. The other word that stands out to me is the word surreal. Um, this is really quite surreal in the sense that um, as, a, as a pastor, you pray and um, you engage deeply uh, with people over sometimes really, really important um, life decisions and there's a bond and a connection that's established um, to people and, and to a place and then to have to move away from that, to walk away from that is actually, um, it's, it, this is a very surreal moment um, to actually go through the process of now disengaging from a place that has been incredibly important and and dear i think this i think i would be speaking on lou's behalf by by saying this is um the most um significant and um meaningful and joyful ministry experience um that we've had um and i've been in ministry for about 30 something years so that's a credit to this community that we can leave and for me to say that I'm now looking at 
other ministry opportunities beyond this place is a credit to you guys in that. Um, for those who know the story, uh, before I came here, never wanted to go into ministry again. So thank you for uh, giving us such an experience that, um, that uh, we haven't written uh, ministry off. There's a bunch of people that I'd like to thank. Um, for those who were here when we first came and have stayed, um, Bill and Helen, um, Sophie, Graham and Donna, uh, Graham Trotter, Alistair and Alison and their, and their kids, um, thank you. Uh, you guys have in, endured many, many changes and we're very grateful for that. For the early adopters, uh, for uh, Josh... Um, who came on a uh, Sunday when there were, I think there was about, uh, was it 12 people, five of whom were our, our kids, and that you came back, um, that you saw something, Josh, and then um, others, um, Bethany, Matt and Sarah and um, Jackson and Joanna, Ruth and Ruley and Andrea and Sally, um, that you saw the potential of what could be when really there wasn't um, wasn't in those early days very much at all. Um, to the board, uh, David and Andrea are away, but uh, to the board um, and the staff that I've had the pleasure of working alongside, I mentioned Shane and Rod's uh, uh, role in providing support to Lou and I, but also their creativity and thinking uh, has been, um, has stretched, uh, stretched me and give me a, an appreciation for, for God and for what community could look like. And I'm very, very uh, grateful for who, who you are. Um, Kat, Zara, and, um, and Louisa, um, wonderful working alongside of you. A couple of other people that have played a, a really significant um, role. Um, Kath McKinney, um, who... Uh, is fairly new to our community, but has journeyed with Lou and I for probably the last uh, 18 months or so and has been a partner with us in the, in the decision-making process. Um, Kath is, is, has, has been um, an immense um, support uh, to us, both, both personally and, and pastorally. Um, and then finally, um, I want to say Vinant. Um, you were the person that actually, um, in providing the MACP, provided me with the tools, the framework for rethinking about church community. And um, for those who don't know, Vainand, uh, um, I don't know what your title is, actually. Uh, he wears many hats, but he was, uh, or still does, run a program called the Open Seminary. Um, and it's a master's program that I, I did. And that, that program actually enabled me to think um, theologically in ways that when I came here, gave, gave the framework, the ability to actually put in place um, some of the things or many of the things that we experience as a community. Um, Vanand, I don't... I don't think because you're such a, a humble person, I don't think you realise the, the gem that you have got in terms of um, 
generative theory or practice, whatever it is, uh, the terminology used, but it is absolutely a gem. It's been a lifesaver for me. And I believe it's that that sits um, at the core of this church. It's what you taught, um, the skills, the information that you provided, that actually sit at the very core and the foundation of what was an experiment, really, that actually has has borne some fruit. And I really, really do want to honour you as um, um, the the architect or the designer behind behind this. Uh, it really is. Um, uh, I mean, greatly indebted to you. Um, in conclusion, some of the highlights over the last five and a bit years. Um, the community connect connections that we've been able to establish with um, groups that use the facility, like the Choir Today, the North Collective, and AA and others, I think is a really important um, way of the of church engaging with the, with those beyond itself. And again, um, that came from a thought that was provided by by Vinand about the church being responsible for creating space for life because. That was the very first act of God, was to create space for life. And it was that thought that was so much behind um, doing work on this building that we needed to create space for life, not just for a church, but for a, a community. Um, for all of those who are part of the co-creators, I think that's been a highlight, that this community is curated not by just a, a prof professionals, but by a community of people. Um, Exploring spirituality has been a wonderful uh, journey on a number of occasions in which we've, we've run that course. But the highlight um, in many respects was the Sunday where um, myself, uh, Ben and Anna each um, shared our testimony where all have had various experiences with same-sex attraction and, and each one of us have worked through that um, in different ways. And on that particular Sunday as we'd gone through a series on, on sexual ethics, um, we each shared our story and then we shared communion uh, to one another and then with the community. And I don't know any other church anywhere in the world where something like that could take place where there was such diversity and yet in the midst of that diversity incredible love and respect and honour for those who so so different yet um, somehow we'd managed to find Jesus at the centre and and um, it's been a wonderful it's been a wonderful journey um, some respects I'm sorry it's got to end for us but um, we're going to look on with. Um, with interest to see what unfolds over the next little while. Thank you so much. And I'm going to ask Lou if she would just come and um, pray um, for you as a people. Wonderful. I'm just going to pray. Jesus, I want to come and lift up Fitzroy North community. Lord, we come with grateful hearts. We thank you for each and every person that calls this place home. Father, we thank you for those that have visited. And Lord, I do ask that you would take this community on. Lord, I 
I see that picture, Lord, that when we first came here, this community was like a candle. And God, I see us leaving that I see this community is like a campfire. And God, I pray that, Lord, you would take it into its next phase. God, that you would shine greater in and through this community. Jesus, that you would always stay the centre, you would always stay the focus. But Jesus, I pray as we would go, God, that we'd hand the baton on to this community, to each and every person here, that Jesus, they would run the race that's set before them. God, that they would not grow weary, they would not grow faint, they would not give up, but God, that they would see the goal and God, they would continue on. Jesus, I pray you would give them wisdom and strength in all that they do. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. I think Bill was next. Is that right? I was a bit stupid to offer to go last, wasn't I? Because everything's been said. But I'm still going to say a little bit. And that's, uh, as a family, you've created a family here. It's a credit to you that your children have all supported you in your ministry and have, in fact, also been ministers in their own way. So we just really appreciate that. Also, just the courage to sort of take off in this building was really something. So um, I don't think any of us, we just went along... Steve said, this is what we're going to do. Oh, righto. Well, let's do it then. Go. So uh, we borrowed the money and, and went for it. And uh, this building now is, you know, commercially, it's, it's great for us as a, as a worship service, but it's also there as a, a good commercial opportunity too. So it sort of tends to be self-supporting. That's up to you guys. And so we appreciate you. And we'd like to uh, say that you go with our blessing. And in fact, we're going to ask you all to come forward and we'll pray for you. And uh, we just wish you every best, every every best wishes for the future. So how about the whole family come up here? How about all you guys get out of your chairs and just somehow or other come around here? I don't know how we're going to do this, but... Uh I think I'm falling over the speaker here as I'm turning right Come on, all around. All around, yeah, one giant hug. <laughs> Father, we just uh, we just thank you, Lord, for the Sutton family, Lord. We thank you for the leadership of uh, Steve and Louise, Lord, in in our leadership of this uh, church. Lord, we just uh, we just Commit them to you, Lord, as they go with our blessings, Lord. And we just pray, Lord, that your love and joy and peace, Lord, will be wherever they go. And, Lord, that uh, you'll open doors, Lord, that no man can open and uh, close the ones that are a waste of time. So, Father, they, uh, we know, Lord, that you created them for good things. And, Lord, we uh, expect to hear good, good news, Lord, uh, on their uh, future careers. So, Father, we just thank you and praise you for them in Jesus' mighty name.